I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 38 of the podcast. Very happy to be here with you, as always. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, get over there and hammer that subscribe button. You're not going to want to miss all the action coming your way this week on First Class Fatherhood. All right, a very exciting weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed. It was a very good weekend for fathering. It was my oldest son's birthday. He turned 12 on Saturday. So if you followed me up there on Twitter and Facebook, you've seen some of the posts. Awesome weekend spent with the family there. We really had a good time. My wife made a really nice cake, a chess cake. Uh, no surprise there for Checkmate Charlie. So he enjoyed his birthday. And one of the gifts that he got was from none other than our new sponsor, Goliath Games. And one of the games that they uh, provided was called Stuff Happens. And it was definitely my favorite of the batch. And we did spend quite a bit of time playing that. It's a two to six player game. And it's kind of like gives you all these random bad scenarios, bad situations that kind of could happen anywhere from getting stung by a bee to getting shot in the leg. I mean, it really goes all over the place and you kind of have to guess uh, the severity of the misery. So it's a really good game. I recommend you check it out. It's called Stuff Happens. It's made by Goliath Games, the new sponsor here on First Class Fatherhood. Check it out if you get a chance. Uh, One of the things he got for his birthday was these Black mystery snails. I don't know if any of you guys are snail lovers out there, but that was uh, the kind of the pet that he asked for. Uh, so we got him some of these snails. And it turned out to be kind of exciting, I guess as exciting as you can get for snails, because one of them laid about 200 eggs and tried to attach them to the shell of the other snail. So uh, very exciting. A couple of lessons came along with the snails there and made for an interesting talk. Uh, so that was fun. All right, moving on to the topic of the day today, we're going to have Battle of Bedtime. And I know that's a tough one for a lot of you dads out there trying to get the kids on a sleeping pattern, just trying to get them to go to sleep at all sometimes. So uh, we're going to talk about that right after the spot. Also coming up later in the week, first class father and well-known actor Dean Kane will be stopping by the podcast. Uh, so stay tuned to my Facebook and my Twitter accounts. I will post the details as soon as I get them from Dean. And I will let you guys know the date that he will be up, what episode he will be joining me. Uh, I know a lot of you guys have been reaching out about that. So stay tuned. A lot of awesome guests are coming up here on First Class Fatherhood. And I got a lot of other ones that I'm waiting to hear back from that are looking good. So keep it locked in to First Class Fatherhood here. The guests are getting bigger. The listenership is growing. Good things are happening here on First Class Fatherhood. I'm Alec Lace, and we'll be right back with the topic of the day right after this quick spot. Today's episode is being brought to you by Goliath Games. Goliath is the third largest game manufacturer in North America and has been one of the world's fastest growing independent toy companies. Goliath products now sell in more than 75 countries worldwide. Its iconic consumer brands range from Pop the Pig, Doggy Doo, Gooey Louie, Catch the Fox, and many more. Goliath is active in many other toy categories, such as puzzles, arts and crafts, outdoor activity, novelties, and more. Go check them out at goliathgames.us goliathgames.us welcome back to first class fatherhood hey guys if you happen to be in a market for a new tie maybe you got a job interview coming up or you're just looking to change the scenery on your wardrobe get on over to wearedapperties.com check out their awesome selection of ties pick out one that you like and then when you get to the checkout 
Put in father in the promo box and get yourself some free shipping. All right, so check it out. We are dappertize.com. All right, moving on over to the topic of the day, talking about the battle of bedtime. Now, bedtime is a struggle, but before I get into all that, let me say this. Uh, There really is no better feeling, especially after a long day of work or just a hard day in general, getting that chance to lay in bed with your with your child, your son or your daughter, read them a bedtime story and then snuggle up with them under the covers until they go to sleep. Uh, how peaceful that is. They really, it's irreplaceable. I know so many of you dads know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Uh, you know, you wait for them to go to sleep and then you sneak out of the room. With that being said, getting them to sleep, that can be a nightmare sometimes. And I know how difficult it can be, how much patience it takes. But starting from their infant stage, you we, we kind of tell this to our children and we got to learn the lesson ourselves. You get what you get and you cannot get upset. Sometimes we get blessed. My wife and I were fortunate. Our first child slept through the night fairly early on. Uh, same with our second child. Uh, but really not so much the infant stage, getting more past the toddler stage. And then you try to get them into a routine of bedtime uh, as they start pre-K and then kindergarten. You try to you know, establish a bedtime for them. And then once bedtime is established, they get in there. And that's only half the battle because then the talking starts. It's like, okay, the lights are all off. Uh, you know, you've had a moment to, to kind of wind down at the end of the day. You've talked to, a little bit. Now let's get to bed. And, and it's, it becomes a struggle because you think you got them, you know, you, and then you, you, you go away and then they're up. And so, and so sometimes it's hard to control as they get older. Then you see the eyeballs hanging out of their head in the morning. You know that they've been up fooling around all night. As parents, we try to get as creative as possible. I don't know how many of you out there have done this one, but you go into the room with the garbage bag and you and, and you start throwing out their toys one by one, you know, and you say, hey, the next time I hear you guys, I'm coming in here, I'm throwing out this toy or that toy. And before you know it, every toy on the shelf is in the garbage bag and the kids are still up, they're still talking and, uh, you know, you, or it, it has that effect and you see that terror in their eyes and they start screaming and crying and you know you're getting through and you feel terrible about it. And some of you dads out there, hey, you go in there with the real garbage bag and you, you'll you fire them toys right out the window. Sometimes that's what happens. You, you got to try to get control of it. It's really a battle of the wills. That's what it comes down to. Kids are very persistent, especially if they're dead set on staying up. So uh, you got to hang in there. You know, I really don't have the answers. I mean, if, if you tuned into this podcast here thinking that you were going to get you know, the the sleepy syndrome secrets to, to getting your kids to sleep all night. I, I do not have them. You know, the struggle is real and I'm in it with you. Uh, so I, I, I try to do what I can too. You know, you try to battle back as best as you can. I know you definitely want to try to be careful on the amount of empty threats you make. I know bedtime is one of those times where we'll fire out like 10 threats we have no chance on actually following through with the threat. We just fire them out there just because we're so frustrated. So we want to be careful with the amount of, you know, the empty threats that we throw out there. And be realistic if you, if you know that they're going to get in there and they're going to have a moment. You know, you got to allow them to, to, you know, be kids too at some point. In a lot of ways, it's much harder when they're a little older just to get them to go to sleep because you can't rock them anymore. You can't just throw them in the 
in the stroller and stroll them around the block and try to put them to sleep or put them in the car seat and drive them down the block when you're in, when they're babies and try to get them to sleep, which are all good ideas for you guys that are in that stage, by the way. But you can't do that anymore when they're uh, when they're in first grade or when they're in fifth grade. You, you know, right now I have a sixth grader, a fifth grader and a first grader. And I can't, you know, drive them around the block to put them to sleep. I, I, I can't force them to sleep. I can't yell at them to sleep. You know, you can't yell them to sleep. So you can't force sleep on them. The only thing you could do is try to create the best environment. And you try to be, you try to be more on top of it during the school week as, as much as you can. Sometimes, you know, my wife will sit outside their door and just wait it out, you know, sit there and, you know, read a book while she waits for them because if they know she's there, they, you know, they, they can't chatter away. And sometimes that's what it takes. You got to get, you got to get in there. You got to get your hands dirty. That's what it takes sometimes. But on the weekend, then you could be a little bit more lenient, especially this weekend. Like I said, it was my son's birthday. So obviously uh, they had a sleepover, which is, you know, they, they call it, you know, they, where he goes in their, in their room and sleeps over and where they go in his room. You know, they have a lot of fun doing that. And then, we, you know, we give them a break. And then if it gets past on a non-school night, if it starts getting past, you know, 10, 30, then we really start to, you know, same routine, start to say, hey, you know, it's got to come to an end. So we try to stay on top of it as much as you can. Like I said, you can't really force sleep on them. You can't punish them to sleep. They kind of have to learn that they pay the price for for not sleeping. And it depends, like I said, on the, uh, on the child. You do want to try to get them to sleep in their own bed as early as possible. Don't make those mistakes of keeping them in the bed with you. Uh, you'll pay that price. We've done that before, and, and that's a hard habit to break. So it's all just about, you know, creating the best possible habits that you can because once they form... Uh, they're generally hard to break. So if you if you get a good one formed early, it's pretty cool. What do you think? What's the hardest stage of getting your children to bed? What's the hardest age? What's been your bedtime nightmare stories there? Like I said, getting them into the routine is a hard part, but it is achievable. Those of you who are out there that don't think you're going to ever get there or get the kid to go to sleep at the right time, it will come. Give it a chance and believe it'll happen and it will be there before you know it. So that's what I got to say about bedtime. Hope you enjoyed the topic of the day there. Be back here tomorrow. Subscribe now. Don't miss all the action here on First Class Fatherhood. Hit me up on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And you may not always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings.